Hello? There we go. (laughs) Microphone wasn't on. Okay. I have something to say. I really dread going to parties or dinners or any place with the the question, so what do you do for work? And so first of all, let's all just as a society commit to stop asking that question for multiple reasons. First of all, that's it's not what defines us as people. But second of all, sometimes it's a dreaded question for people uh, for a plethora of reasons. Anyway, I, I hate going to them. Like you should see me at a party. I, I, as soon as people hear what I do regarding diet and exercise, it's all they want to talk about. And honestly, it's my least favorite topic. Not because I don't like helping people. Um, but because it's, it's like a religion for people. They're so set in their ways or they aren't interested in hearing about, you know, the hard things that they might have to do. And, and they definitely don't want to be told that what they have been doing isn't what they should be doing. Or my favorite, yeah, I've tried that. It's, you know, doesn't work for me or whatever. Anyway, it's just, it's not a fun party topic for me, which is why, honestly, honestly, what I do is I I usually make up some like alter ego when asked that question. Um, And usually I go with something like a pilot or geneticist. And then I come up with some really cool stories surrounding those. It just makes it more fun for me. But I digress. I have something to say, and that is not it. Uh, I have something to say around diet and nutrition. And so it's a little bit of a, um, these are just my thoughts, I guess. So I'm not answering a question necessarily. I am, uh, I'm just getting some things out there that, that I have learned recently, but learned lately or relearned. So, um, all of that is around diet and, and exercise. So diet, diet and nutrition is, is, so poorly understood by the general population that you can't speak to it. You can't speak to it in nuances. And as such, you can't speak to nutrition in generalities. The The answer always becomes, well, it depends. And that's never a cop-out. Like any nutrition question that I get, the answer is actually, it depends. And like I said, that's not a cop-out. That's It's true here's, here's the thing. Nutrition and exercise is laced with like lazy thinking, lazy because people want quick hits. They want bullet points to get themselves to what they already believe to be true. They don't necessarily want to be challenged in what they think about calories or hormones or certain things like that. And they certainly don't want to be challenged in what they should and shouldn't be doing. So lazy thinking is one of these two things, either seeking to back what you think is true, or it's wanting the easy way out of something. That's lazy thinking. So the opposite of lazy thinking is seeking to understand something no matter what you think about it. And when it comes to diet and and nutrition, less about exercise, when it comes to diet and nutrition, usually there's a lot of lazy thinking. So why do I bring all of this up? Because here's here's the reality, guys. We, and by we, I mean science. So I'm rep- representing science here. 
actually, we actually don't know that much about what we eat and how it affects our health. That's mainly because of the inability to control for anything in nutrition science and studies. You you cannot compare anything in nutrition research because how you process something in your body and how someone else does is comparing apples to peanuts. So technically, there's just there's no way to run a really good study if you can't control for basically anything. You can't control how somebody processes fats differently than somebody else. And so we can't really extrapolate any sort of data if we can't control for those things. So when you eat a piece of candy or maybe a super healthy slice of cheese, you're you're just ingesting you're ingesting a conglomeration of molecules. And that ingredients list includes uh so those molecules are a conglomeration of carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, and hydrogen atoms. And those are in different orders and have different... Hold on. Are we still rolling? Oh, yes. Okay. Where was I? Um, candy and cheese, I think. That's what I said. So we're... Those molecules interact with hundreds of thousands of enzyme and pa- enzymes and pathways in, in our body. These molecules also interact with our genes, our microbiome, our metabolism, and even our brains in a different way than the next guy. So how can we possibly control for those interactions to find truth about how we should be thinking about diet and nutrition? So what happens then is you'll scroll scroll through Instagram and you'll see you know, this expert or that expert quoting research around why diet X is the best. And probably those people are probably extremely intelligent and have a lot of letters after the name or whatever. And and so they must know what they're talking about, right? Hell, you could, you could be thinking about that uh, about me. Hey, she seems like she knows what she's talking about. She's got some degrees and, you know, so she must be right. So here's me telling you that we don't know Jack about nutrition except for about two things. And then everything else becomes just minutiae and it depends on who you ask. So my question to you becomes this, how, what are we even talking about when it comes to to nutrition? Ask yourself that instead of what diet should I be on, let's start with thinking about it this way. We should be answering these questions first. Am I three things. Am I underfed or overfed? The scale usually tells you that. Am I under muscled or over muscled? Usually tested either via uh, a DEXA or, I mean, also let's be honest, inherently people know if they are under muscled or over muscled, or I guess appropriately muscled. Usually we just know. And then question three, am I metabolically healthy or not? And that is tested via blood work. Do I have prediabetes? Do I have diabetes? Do I have cardiovascular disease? Uh, Am I uh, in a neurological camp of disorders? Those are all metabolic-derived diseases. Also cancer. So those are the three questions. Am I underfed or overfed? Undermuscled or overmuscled? And Am I metabolically healthy? So it, it turns out, though, if you are 
under muscled, then in turn, you are not metabolically healthy. And if you are not metabolically healthy, then you are probably overfed. So all of those tend to go hand in hand. And because they're not all individual levers. When you pull one, you inherently are pulling the other two. So I'm wanting you to think about nutrition in 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 that way and also a few different ways. And I'm like I said, I'm just trying to make you think a little bit. Now, most often people that are coming to us for help are by definition needing help. So they are usually overfed, under-muscled, and therefore metabolically unhealthy. So that most people that we are sitting down with that are sitting with me need to eat less, gain lean muscle tissue, and therefore increase your metabolic health. So if if this is the typical goal with nutrition, then the two things that we know to be true are that most people are needing to consume less total food while maintaining moderately high levels of protein intake to support your muscle tissue all while not consuming too much total food to be metabolically deranged or AKA overfed. Everything else is hearsay. Everything else is individualized. Everything else has to do with your blood work. Should I be on the carnivore diet? Well, what does your blood work say? Should I do Atkins? Well, what does your blood work say? You know, should I be Mediterranean? Well, what does your blood work say? Everything else then is individualized beyond those two things. Like, like I can already hear you saying, you know, well, my diet coach told me that I, I wasn't eating enough. You know, what about starvation mode? My best friend's sister's cousin-in-law, twice removed, lost a hundred pounds on diet X. So that must be the way that it should work. What, what we know to be true is very little. And based on the two things that we do know, I am more and more convinced that consuming real foods in the day with adequate amounts of protein is how you stop the decline of your health. We're all declining in health. As we age, we are declining in health. That is the, that is the life cycle. But that is not how you reverse your health. That is not how you get healthier from a unhealthy state, which again is usually who I'm sitting with. And so if you are in a adequately fed over-muscled, metabolically healthy state, this probably makes sense to you. You probably are consuming real foods, adequate protein, and so on and so forth. So I digress. You do need to address your food intake if you're metabolically unhealthy. It just has to be combined with the right movement slash exercise. You know, I'm I'm more and more convinced each year as I learn more about the body that to stop the decline is to get your diet right and to reverse the damage. The diet has to be paired with the right form of exercise. So if if you're looking for reversal of metabolic damage, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, dementia, please don't look to diet for this reversal. Um, I was listening to a podcast. I think it was Peter Atia's podcast um, a few weeks ago, and he said something along the lines of, uh, you know, a, a cast is a really good solution for a broken arm. But if the arm isn't broken, it, the arm just atrophies. So a really great solution for one thing can do nothing good for the wrong problem. And that's what what 
diet is. That's what diet is. Don't look to diet for reversal of metabolic damage. Look to diet to stop the decline. Please don't hear me say that you just need to go exercise. Um, Exercise is very prescriptive in nature. I don't think that people truly know this or truly understand this as, as we've, we've kind of lowered the bar in society to see my air quotes, any movement is a success in a day. Uh, but if we truly do want to reverse metabolic disorders and damage, the right prescription is needed. If you're already metabolically in order, then by all means, choose the movement or exercise that you enjoy most and do it a lot. But the reversal of disease or the trending towards disease has to be met with the right script of exercise. Doing more cardio because you have cardiovascular disease is the wrong prescription. Blood flow restriction therapies, uh, isometric and tempo training is, is the actual script for CBD. If you have diabetes, then zone two training is the prescription. And I can keep going. But you need to do what your body needs to heal, not just check the box of I moved today when we're trying to heal versus stopping a decline. Um, man, I feel like I had a lot to say. <laughs> I guess just one more thing. My final note here on nutrition is this. Please, please don't get swept away into the abyss of influencers telling you anything is the quote unquote best diet or plan. Please remember that the basics are this. Don't eat too much consume sufficient protein, get your colors in and stay away from toxins, which like E. coli and lead. But beyond that, they're trying to sell you something because we know very little about what we eat and its effect on our health. So I guess I just had some things to say. Um, I'm wanting to reverse the trend towards nitpicking around diet, like, like stop Stop coming to us with like, oh, yeah, but what about all the formaldehyde and broccoli or, yeah, rice cakes? Man, they really raise your blood sugar. Like, oh, man. So I want you to think about nutrition differently. I want you to see it from a biochemist's perspective and see that it is, it is a way to stop a decline of just an aging person. And then I want you to see exercise as, and the right kind of exercise as a, as a cure or reversal of so many things that are, that are aging us and making us less and less healthy.